Well, welcome back, rugby fans. It is, of course, Monday evening at 8 p.m., and that means it's time for the next Run, Pass, or Kick interview. A quick reintroduction. My name is Ty Braga, your host for today's activities alongside the familiar face of Rob, the Hammer Hammerschmidt, and more importantly, the man of the moment, man of our match, really, so to speak, here is Kyle Sequeira, of course, a Free Jacks uh, uh, player, and, of course, an uh, internationally famed haircut. <laughs> but more importantly, let's welcome him to the show. Kyle, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Uh, real excited to be here and uh, happy to answer your questions. Well, we got plenty <laughs> of them lined up. But before we jump into that and let Rob ha- let you know how it works, I want to remind everybody who's watching at home or listening to us on the various podcasts that they're choosing that we are, of course, in partnership with some great people that help us make this show possible. Today is Free Jacks themed. So this is all available to you as a fan through shopmlr.com. Of course, powered by our friends at the rugbyshop.com, where you as a fan can get all the gear you need to be able to represent your team out there in the world and of course show your colors but again make sure you go check out shopmlr.com for all those great savings and team merch now once again we need to be able to remind our viewers at home how this works in order to be able to run you through the mechanics i hand it over to rob hammerschmidt thanks ty i appreciate it kyle welcome to the show it's always a pleasure to have someone of your caliber joining us on Monday evenings and sharing a little bit of rugby knowledge with our fans. So I'm going to run everybody through the paces. For those that are uninitiated in the run, pass, or kick interview, it works a little like this. We're going to prompt every question thrown at Kyle by run, pass, or kick. And basically, Kyle's going to tell us what he's going to do. Is he going to run with a question, which is to say he is going to go ahead and answer the question straight away? Is he going to pass on the question, which is to suggest that maybe it's one he wants to stay away from? He doesn't want mags all over his ass when he gets back to the training center uh, later on this week. Uh, So he's not going to answer it. Or he can have a little fun with us, put us on the back foot, make us feel uncomfortable, uh, put us on the defense, if you will. And he's going to kick a question to us, in which case we'll have to answer in his stead. And he can identify who he wants to kick it to. Because uh, we know all forwards deep down inside, they just want to kick that ball away a little bit and put everybody on the defense. Uh, but if he doesn't identify somebody, whoever asked the question will just take it and run with it himself. And then, of course, Kyle can have a little fun with us and extend that by, uh, you know, telling us we were right, telling us we were shite, telling us, uh, you know, giving us a little bit of context. That would be all right, too. So the question is, Kyle, are you ready for the run, pass, or kick challenge? Oh, yeah, totally ready. You say run with it. Yeah. (laughs) And and he's got it looks like he's got a bunch of fans that are ready to hear from him too out there in in, uh in the northeast. Um we recently uncovered a video, and I'm pretty good at doing a deep dive on social media. I I uncovered an awesome video that I couldn't stop watching. Uh so Scott's gonna cue this up and I'll describe Okay, so for those that didn't get to see the video that are out there on our you know podcast platforms, it's a video of Kyle. He's in a Patriots onesie. He's, of course, got the mullet flowing with the awesome hat. He's got a glass of wine in his hand. 
um, which he might get a little get a little. Which shift doesn't look like it was the first yeah. glass. <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't, because he's <laughs> shimmying and shaking all over the place, uh, in what he calls the bald eagle dance. So, run, pass, or kick, Kyle. Did you hone your bald eagle dance as a dance major at Saint Bonaventure University? <laughs> oh, I'll run with that one, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, that was on Christmas. And uh, we decided to um, have a PJ party because usually we always get dressed up for Christmas. So I wore my Patriots onesie, which I thought was a great idea. Um, <laughs> yeah, a little, couple too many drinks at that point. But uh, yeah, uh, definitely <laughs> learned how to dance uh, at Bonaventure too. <laughs> Having a little too many drinks as well, but uh if you ask any of my roommates from college, I actually wear that onesie every Sunday for Patriots games. <laughs> good is that time. your lucky charm then? That, so yeah, hundred percent. Where every is every it, Sunday. is it always accompanied by many glasses of wine, or is it a, is that your beverage of not, choice? <laughs> no, nah, that was just because uh, just the one time thing. Everything, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> The bald eagle dance. So the Free Jacks recently uh, introduced their 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 new song, right? Their wonderful chant, um, "Together We Ride." Right. So I guess now the dance goes with it. <laughs> Who knows, right? Who knows? Maybe you're an inspiration more than you know. Talking about inspiration, I want to be able to take time to be able to. Uh, deliver the next question. But before then, I think it's also important for people to get to know a little bit about your rugby CV background, so to speak. So I'm going to share a few details to help people kind of get a, a better, wider view of your rugby experience. So you are uh, initially from Bishop Hendrick, uh, sorry, Hendricken High School, uh, St. Bonaventure University, three-time first team D1A Rugby East All-Conference and three-time collegiate All-American then it goes on to be able to see some of your club rugby return. There's Mystic River, uh, American Rugby Premiership in 2019. Uh, then some uh, Sumner RFC in New Zealand, finally making your way to the New England Free Jacks. I'm sure there's a few steps in between, but we like to be able to make sure we got the bullet points. But with all that experience, you found yourself now in the Free Jacks. And at a relatively young age, it made your way out of college and playing it at this high level of the game. Um, Here's the question, my friend. Run, pass, or kick? How did you become a fan favorite in New England? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll run with that. Uh, don't really know how I became a fan favorite. Um, the bold eagle dance, yeah, I'm telling you. Obviously, bold. something with the... Uh, <laughs> obviously, something with like the facial hair and uh, my, my hair itself uh, probably has a good role in it. Um, yeah, it's not like... Uh, not really a quiet person either, as you probably could tell, but, um, I just like put myself out there. I'll introduce people to everybody or introduce myself to anybody really. Um, and the free Jacks really gave us like a good way to interact with the fans last season, uh, right before COVID happened. So I got to meet a lot of, uh, fans that showed up to that event. Uh, it was really cool stuff like that. So. Yeah. So I got to ask, how did you get the nickname, the bald Eagle? Uh, all right. Um, so when we were playing in our, our inaugural cup season, we were playing in the Kara Cup and stuff. Um, yeah. I was the only American guy that would stay at the hotel. So that's all uh, other uh, Irish sides, right? Just to give us some yeah, context. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was the only 
like American person that was staying at the hotel with all the foreign guys. Um, so they them you were me the yeah exactly <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they, just, they just always called me the bald eagle, the true American uh, hero. <laughs> and just kind of I stuck. like it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's and awesome. Patriot onesie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just. Just don't get a Patriots pacifier. That, that'd be going a little overboard. <laughs> so so the next question, run past your kick with this one, Kyle. It seems your fun-loving spirit is also embraced by CEO Alex Magleby. You kind of mentioned that before, just at the start of 2020, uh, introducing all the you know players to the fans at some events. Uh, he is known to dress up in costume during games as well. Uh, run past your kick, how would you describe the vibe around the Free Jacks organization? Um, all right. right, I'm going to kick one back to you guys to see how you guys think it actually is. Okay. Well, who do you want to kick it to? Um, hmm. Either one of you guys or both of you guys. I just want to hear what your guys. All right. I'll field this one. I'll jump on this grenade. Um, it's pretty easy one. I mean, the vibe is obviously positive. It was relatively new franchise, you know, in, in the shortened season of 2020, they jumped on board the social media, um, you know, express and really en- found a great way to engage fans. You spoke about that a moment ago. So I imagine, you know, it's it's really a nurturing environment, um, not from both ends, for young players like yourself who want to be able to rise through the ranks, who want to look for mentorship and are given that opportunity with great experience around them that continues to grow on the field and off the field at the same time. And then off the field, you're given an opportunity to be able to help nurture that fan culture and build a community around the rugby club, right? Um, so these are all merits to to you and credits to you as a player, the organization, and of course the leadership. Yeah, I think that. Was, I think. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. It's it's. It, no, I think guess, that's man. spot. <laughs> I think that's spot on, and I think so I got uh, an A plus. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I think Mag just wants to show, like, even if he he wants to just show how uh, himself and how he's just like a down to earth person, right. down to earth person, um, and that means dressing up like just a guy like you know it. any other rugby pal you can grab a beer with at the bar. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's what I think he's trying to show to the rest of the community in New England. Yeah, it's pretty clear that that Alex, you know, he plays up his red hair, he plays up a lot of aspects of his fun loving spirit, keeps it fresh, keeps it fun and enjoyable off the pitch so you guys can perform effectively and uh, on the pitch um, because, you know, being happy off the pitch means that you can get your job done better when you, when you get in the practice facility and when you get, when you get in the gym and then ultimately when you get there on Saturdays and Sundays to play the game. So Rob lines me up for the next question here fairly well, because he, he mentioned something a moment ago, get the job done. So I'm going to turn the attention to more of uh, Free Jack's current performances in the season as it stands, because obviously not only do they want to learn about you at home, the fans, but they want to learn about the organization. So let's dive into some of the important stuff here for a moment regarding the season as it stands. So run, pass, or kick. The Free Jacks went up against some uh, MLR, uh, sorry, some, uh, rewind. (laughs) <laughs> so the Free Jacks went up against what some fans are calling the Giant Slayers, a.k.a. Rooney, this past weekend. What worked and what didn't work for the Free Jacks in this loss to Rooney? 
All right, run yeah, pass or um, kick. Yeah, I'll run with that. Um, I think we played the way we wanted to play. Um, just kind of started a little slow, but uh, it's kind of grand just traveling the day before and whatnot. Um, and I think our when we got into our shape, I think it worked really well against them. Uh, obviously, giving up those penalties at the in all aspects, maybe just be a little bit more disciplined. Um, and just a couple bounces uh, maybe that we were unlucky, and I think we're right in that game and possibly could win that one as well. Right. So if you had to summarize it, it was just uh, discipline, as you said, could have probably been a little bit more on point. Um, but the game plan was good. It was just about the execution, right? Yeah, totally. That seems to be a, a resonating theme in the MLR that, you know, just on the day, and maybe that's why there's just so much parity in the league. On the day, right. the team that executes the game plan the best usually comes out ahead. Uh, and teams that struggle with their execution, you know, it can really spell disaster, spell difficulty and trouble uh, during the match. Um, so while we're talking about uh, game day and match play and, and things, uh, you guys just recently played Rooney. So my question stems from that. Um, run pass or kick. How real is the rivalry between the Free Jacks and Rooney? Uh, I'll run. I'll, I'll run with that just because I'm a Boston local. Um, it's definitely a rivalry um, between the two between Rooney and us um, that started right from the first game. Obviously it's not as big as like the Yankees and the Red Sox, but I still think there is still a rivalry there um, and potentially could be like a Red Sox and Yankees type of thing. Um, And, you know, you're always going to have that animosity just because of the history between the two towns. So yeah, I think it's still building, but it definitely has potential to be a big, huge rivalry. Absolutely. One of the partners on the podcast, everybody knows the big guy, uh, got a big guy has a big mouth and he likes to run it. Um, you know, he's uh, coming down below. I see yeah. Kyle smiling. For those of you yeah. that can't read it, <laughs> Scott has just put up in text over the screen. Yes, I hate him, <laughs> but uh, it's obviously all in jest and good humor. Yeah, he's he's rather fond of calling uh, you guys the flapjacks. Right. And so uh, he gets quite a kick out of uh, giving giving you guys a little shit all along the way. So it's it's, hopefully that rivalry would continue because I think that we think as a podcast that that's what really is going to enrich the league and make it something that fans can enjoy and get something out of week after week. Yeah, I 100 percent agree with that. And, you know, having come traditionally from a, a rugby nation like South Africa. So I was born and raised in South Africa and coming to the U.S., you know, in South Africa, our rivalries are country to country, New Zealand, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, right? They're, they're much larger bodies of water that will separate us. But here in the U.S., it's city by city and it's territorial and it's got a hundred year plus history in some cases, like with baseball, right? So it's what fuels the sport, right? And it's and it's really great energy. And that's where some of the culture can be borrowed uh, and brought into rugby that will make rugby in the U.S. unique in comparison to other places around the world. I think it's a it's a great plus. So, so Ty, you want to run with the next one? Yeah. So let me uh, deliver the next one here. So run, pass, or kick. You know the rules of the game here. If you are new to rugby, because 
part of our show is not only about entertaining, but also educating. So let's put that educating mind uh, to work there. If you are new to rugby and you are just tuning in for the first time, Kyle, put yourself in the in a new fans position. Who are some of the players around the league that you feel you should pay attention to if you are new to rugby and tuning into Major League Rugby for the first time? Anyone in the league. doesn't even have to be your team. Oh, man. Um, some of the boys that you look right. up to, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So a couple guys you'd probably want to watch. Um, I'd have to say, like, uh, you know, the, uh, J.D. Peterson from San Diego. I think he does right. a great job at 10. Um, so someone like that. Uh, John Poland from our team playing scrum half. I mean, he's one of the best scrum halves in the league, hands down. So just to be able to watch him would be awesome. Um, and then to watch like a forward. Um, I'm trying to think of a good forward we played that really like put us out there. Um all right, I'll, st- I'll stay with Rooney. Maybe watch something like Nate Brakely. Um, I mean, he's pretty damn good. So, like, any of those <laughs> guys, I mean, if you're, if you're tuning in and want to watch some high-quality rugby, I, I'd right. say watch those guys. You know, and, and I got to say, Dougie Fife has really impressed me over the last couple of games. Right. I mean, his ability to find – an ability to have a nose for the ball, find the ball, and then ultimately find the try line has been pretty great. I think him and Boyle have been really connecting pretty well at the midfield – um, and, and really putting some points up for the Free Jacks. It's been great to see that. Um, yeah, Dougie's, so, uh, uh, oh, no, I was going to say Doug's, uh, Dougie's like world-class uh, player overall and just like how he helps out all the guys in the team as well, just so like how to treat body, uh, little tips on the field. Like you can't beat that. So he doesn't get – he doesn't get in there and help you, you know, give you some scrubbing tips, does he? <laughs> no, no, but like <laughs> just some like tips and like uh, ball handling and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. That's always, you always need a player like that. That's almost like a player coach on the pitch, right? Uh, speaking of coaches, run past or kick, Coach Martin had the team training in, uh, at a beach in Boston recently. Um, was this type of trip beneficial for morale? All right, um, I'll run with that. Yeah, I think uh, definitely helped out our team. Um, we did a, a mean fitness session there, so <laughs> um, I mean, and I think just morale was through the roof that whole day. Um, and just you know, we just needed to change the scenery, you know, um, do something different outside of the box, not in the same old grind every day. Um, because right now we're in like this nine week stretch of playing games. So I think it was really good just to get out there, different venue, um, and just experience something new. I think it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I want to follow up with that because I know that uh, Dale and Stanford interviewed uh, the coach and he talked, coach talked about going on a, the bus trip rather than flying to Rooney or actually to New Jersey, right? You guys took a bus, kind of like old school rugby trip. Uh, and thought that that would really help with morale. What was the overall impact on that trip? Did that help you guys gel a little bit better, being on a trip for for a couple hours there from uh, from uh, uh, Boston down to uh, New York and New Jersey? Yeah, I think it definitely, like as I said before, like changed up like the atmosphere. Like we've been on, we've been flying everywhere, 
can't really talk a lot on the plane unless you're sitting next to somebody or next to someone in the same row. Um, but yeah, the bus is definitely cool. Like we got to watch, we all got to watch the same movie. Um, and I think just like getting to talk to everybody on the team, uh, like in that little close encounter was definitely a good thing. Yeah, those often, like Rob was saying, the the moments that bring uh, all the boys together, you know, um, and it does, it makes a difference. And also, you know, like you said, just change the scenery, recharge the batteries, get outside on the beach. Oh, and one thing I will say, I remember having to do that when back in my days when we were training. So in Cape Town, we're we're a beach culture, and uh, training on 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 firm ground is one thing. Training on soft sand is a totally different game, right? Uh, your calves burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah by the way on the trip back you guys didn't have like a kangaroo court or anything did you oh no 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 oh. watch some uh just watch some talladega nights <laughs> classic shake and bake baby shake and bake <laughs> love it gotta love myself some will farrell he's one of those dudes you either love him or you hate him but i definitely love him i love him <laughs> all right so let's let's move on to uh to a little bit more about rugby here and uh after this one, we're going to dive into the quick tap that Rob is going to deliver it your way, and we'll change up the pace a little bit outside as well. So here is the question. Run, pass, or kick. At four to five, the uh, Free Jacks are sitting in sixth place in the East with 10 points between them and first place with Rugby ATL. Are the boys feeling frustrated or optimistic given that the two solid performances, given that two solid performances can put you back in the mix. Yeah, I'll run with that one. Uh, I think everybody in the whole organization is just really optimistic, optimistic. Um, just like you said, like two, two wins and we're back in it. Um, and now we're playing the other positive for us is we're playing a lot of the, the East coast teams now. Um, and we have, we have five home games coming up. So right. I think that's like a real positive on our end. Um, yeah, that's that's a boost get, right there. Yeah, exactly. So I think we're gonna we're only getting better from here and going up. Um, and I think a lot of the guys are just really happy and excited for the opportunity. Um, like we're not out of this one at, by any means of the imagination. We're not even close to being out of the chance to be in the top of the table. Uh, so I think everyone's really optimistic and. Ready to go. Cool. Absolutely. And and real quick is to dovetail off of that. Um, you know, the Free Jacks really had a great following going prior to the COVID shutdown. What are the describe for people like myself who haven't got a chance to see uh, a Free Jacks game in person? What's the vibe like amongst the fans uh, there at, at the home matches? I mean, are you guys getting pretty good crowds? Uh, yeah, so the first two games, we only were able to have 50% capacity. Um, but I think it was sold out at the 50% mark. And I think everyone's really keen to come to rugby, to a professional rugby game in New England. Um, so I think the atmosphere was awesome. Um, both games, there was, the crowd was loud. Fans were awesome. Um, yeah, I can't wait. So next week our next home game, the it's full capacity. So it should be very interesting. I can't, I actually can't wait. It's going right. to be awesome. That's, that's great to hear. It's really great to hear, especially as, you know, as a fan and we get to watch all the games on the rugby network. 
we get to really feed off the vibe and see what it's like um, there at all these venues. And it's good to see the venues get closer and closer to full capacity. Um, speaking of that, I just want to talk a little bit about Tighthead Brewing Company. It's Chicago's premier location to watch rugby and enjoy quality ales and lagers for all seasons. Located in Mundelein, Illinois, in the heart of Lake County, owner Bruce Durr and the Tighthead staff will ensure you are kept well hydrated so that you don't miss a single scrum. Tighthead's tap room is like the familiar rugby clubhouse in which friends and families can meet, socialize, and enjoy the action of every Major League Rugby Derby that will electrify the 2021 season. Head to Tighthead on Saturday, May 29th at 8 p.m. to see the AGs play the Utah Warriors. The watch parties will happen every week through the season up to the Major League Rugby Final on August 1st. Hey, Chicago, when you want rugby, Tighthead Brewing Company will satisfy your thirst. Tighthead, it's worth more than a try. And thankfully, our good friend uh, behind the scenes, Scott, the big guy for our, got his ball. Uh, no no thanks to the uh, U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> a little bit suspect there. He should have gotten about a month ago, but we digress. Let's get a little back to, back to Kyle and talk about the quick tap a little bit. We're going to fire some questions. You get a, you know, this or that, one choice or the other choice, and you just tell us what you're going to choose. And um, you can follow up, give us some context, or just leave it where it's at. All right, so the first one, we were just talking about Tedhead Brewing Company, so we're going to throw this one at, uh, your way. Beer, Free Jacks IPA or Boston Lager? Oh, man. Um, all right, I'll, I'll do the Free Jacks IPA just because I love craft beers and I think it tastes great, uh, and the Free Jacks IPA actually tastes awesome. Um, I think it tastes a little bit better than a Boston Lager. Uh, oh, yeah? I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, I think it does. T- it's actually really good. So, I think it's Do awesome. you ever hold it up and you're like, ah, oh, it tastes like victory. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does his best Ricky Bobby. You're not first. Right. <laughs> All right. Team, the Patriots or the Bruins? Oh, man. Um. All right. I'm going to choose the Bruins, but the Patriots won. That one's really hard. Uh, but I'll take the Bruins just because they're playing right now. Um, they're in. They're in the playoffs. They just won a big series against Washington, and I think they they got hot at the right time. And I think we're going to make a big push for the Stanley Cup. So I'm I'm riding the Bruins right now. Okay, we'll we'll buy what you're selling. All right, here you go. Ready for this one? Proper New England wedding attire. Flannel or trapper hat? Well, what's a trapper hat? <laughs> so the odds is flannel. <laughs> but like, so, uh, I don't even know what a trapper hat is. It, you know? Oh, ear flaps that come down. Oh. All right, all right. All right, now I know what you're talking about. Um, Probably go with the flannel because... I don't know. My head's always really warm. I don't really wear any winter hats, really. So, flannel uh, will definitely be my choice. Okay. So, you are, of course, you have the marvelous stash. Uh, so, I got to ask you this one. And it's kind of so one of our fans, Phil Harris, sent this in. So, I'm going to follow up with it. Better stash, Jack's, Jack's Rangers, Phil Harris, or Coach Ryan Martin? Oh, damn. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to have to say that it's a tie at this point right now. They both have great-looking stashes. Uh, <laughs> Phil's stash <laughs> actually looks un, unreal, right now, unreal right now. Um, and so is Coach Martin. His, his, they're a little different, though. One's a little puffier. One's a little shorter. It's just different styles of mustaches, so I can't, I can't really choose. Well, obviously, you are a connoisseur of fine stashes, so we'll take your word for it that's a tie. But I got to say, we saw a lot of, of Phil Harris's stash last week on our pod. <laughs> uh, favorite food, lobster roll or chowder? Oh, clam chowder. Big soup guy. Are you going with the red Boston clam chowder or are you going with New England clam chowder? Which one? Oh, New England. I don't I, I don't like the red one. The the white one's the way to go, hundred percent. Okay. All right. The last one's the toughest. Position, loose head or tight head. Um all right. I don't know. I've been the past couple of years I've been playing loose head and I've just been uh liking it a lot more. Uh, I played tight head all through high school and college. Um but yeah, now I just made like kind of the transition over to the other side, and I've really been enjoying it more. Uh, feel like more ways to like attack as a prop on the loose head side. Um, yeah, so I would I'd go with loose head. Cool. Well, none of us, neither Ty or myself, would know anything about that. Our um, expert in the front row, Scott, is behind the scenes. And uh, those pick tap questions I didn't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> Well, apparently, oh not, I, I, boss, boss. <laughs> apparently not, I, I don't either because I call it Boston clam chowder, uh, Boston clam chowder instead of Manhattan clam chowder. So it shows you what I know. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? That's what this show is about. We like to be able to have a good time. And some of that time is at our expense. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, the, it gives me the, the window here to be able to, to continue that momentum. We got a smile in our face. We want to continue bringing the smile to the viewers. And one that's like turned smiles into some frowns and, and some some questionable facial expressions is run, pass, or kick. I'm actually going to ask Scott in the background to line up a photo here just for a moment to bring some context to this question. So, Scott, if you don't mind. He's on a break. Um, <laughs> so... Scott, do you have that one lined up for us? Yeah, it's oh, I'll just keep going. It's fine. There it is. There no, no, is. He's got it. So hard to find good help these days. <laughs> <laughs> he's secret. For fans at home, he's giving us the finger right now. All right. So do, do you recognize this image first off? Yes. You do. Okay, you can say yes. We're not going to like it's not a court yes, of law. Yes. But... <laughs> okay. However, while that you you admit you know what this or recognize this image, here lies my question. For those of you who also are are not quite able to see what we're seeing, it's an image of what has been described as Woody, the new mascot for the Free Jacks. So here lies the question: Is Woody really just the stepbrother of Sully from Monsters Inc? Or is it just something glorious or ridiculous? What is your thoughts? Run, boss, or kick? All right, I'll uh, I'll run with it. I think the mascot is kind of cool. Um, it kind of reminds me of like uh, 
the flyer something that mascot. came to steal your dreams. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nah, but uh, it kind of reminds me of, like, the Flyers mascot, like, Gertie or whatever, like, the big orange dude uh, that the Flyers have. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, kind of the same thing. And, like, Boston always had, like, Wally has, like, a – Wally's, like, this huge green thing as well, like, just weird. Um, so why not right. have a Sasquatch, you know, like, who – so, so help, help us understand what is the law behind, you know, what what is the the story behind Woodgy? Because we we tried to connect the dots a few times here. You know, Rob referred to it as like a really bad Sesame Street understudy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> did I say that? Uh-oh. You did now. Uh, don't don't, <laughs> hey, God, don't tell Mags. Please don't tell Mags. He knows me. I think he knows where I live, and I'm pretty sure he'll hunt me down and kill me. Just oh, like but it's all, it's all just forward. a bit of fun, right? It's all just a bit of fun. I mean, we we love the spirit of it. We just want to understand it. Yeah, uh, I don't know how the mascot came to be. Um, just, uh, I think it's something that people will get behind, you know? Um, so, yeah, it'll, it's definitely an interesting pick. But I think a lot of, at the end of the day, a lot of people do like it, so. Right. Well, what I will say is it's unique and it's memorable and it's definitely inspiring a lot of conversation. Um, But, you know, the spirit of it is fun and at that is its core. So, you know, why not just have some more fun with it? And that's why we we thought we would line up that question there. And, and, And if Mags is listening, Mags, Ty has a young son. He could use a woogie for his crib. Send a woogie. To Iowa, straight away. All right. <laughs> but speaking of Mags, he's a pretty creative guy, and I want to get a little bit more serious here with this next question. Uh, the Free Jacks have developed a unique uh, – have created a unique developmental model. For those that don't know, there are 14 regional academies teams that provide rugby development and competition for younger players. Run, pass, or kick. Has the region seen an uptick in the growth of youth rugby as a result of this program. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll run with that. So that was, we went to, well, I helped out with the Academy stuff in the fall. I uh, went to the majority of the RTGs all over New England. Um, and I was actually really surprised by the amount of numbers that actually came out to a majority of them. Um, and for the ones in Massachusetts, like I thought we'd have like a lot of the same kids going to more than one but it really wasn't the case. Like there's a lot of new people every single time. Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, I think we're definitely growing the game. I don't know statistically how many like youth rugby we've gotten since then, but I definitely know that if you're a high schooler or college player, like you're definitely taking a lot more interest in it. Um, especially cause now like there's a professional team here um, and they're taking interest in the New England region and putting on these camps and get identified pretty easily. So I think that those are big pluses. And I think those will get a lot more people involved in uh, rugby as a whole. And isn't that really the idea to illuminate a pathway to the MLR so that there's no questions about, well, how do I become the next, uh, the next Kyle Sakura? Um, How do I become the next Dougie Fife? Um, yeah. There's a pathway that's illuminated for you. 
uh, you go through the developmental academies, you go into the, you get selected for the, you know, um, for the U23 uh, development uh, program, and then you work your way on up, maybe go to a St. Bonnie's or, or, or go to another New England school um, and, and play top quality college rugby and then come back to the program during those developmental windows. So uh, it's great to see. It's an un- unbelievable model. And I really think they caught the tiger by the yeah. tail up there. In New what I love sure. about something that Kyle mentioned, in addition to, you know, identifying players, um, you know, to further progress their rugby careers. I love how you said that, you know, even though there are so many different programs that have been introduced, there isn't an overlap where the same kids are being reached. You're reaching new, new people each time. Um, and that's also great because, I mean, to be able to bring all those components together and all those parts together, you have to think there must be some overlap. But to hear that there's you know, a new group of kids at each place shows you how big this, this rugby pool and talent can really be. And I think you know, they're starting to unearth a lot more than they had anticipated might even be involved. I think So, uh, nevertheless, all good things, right? Go ahead, Kyle. No, I think just like overall, I think there's probably like 4,000 athletes we got to wow. – over the whole 13 things. Yeah. So it's definitely wow. a lot of uh, interaction. I mean, that's, I mean, like, like you said, you don't know the exact numbers, but that number alone is impressive. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's stick with, with the, uh, the idea of the free jacks here. Um, and I wanted to be able to talk a little bit more about the reach. So with that in mind, traditionally uh, run past a kick, of course, Traditionally, most sports franchises are city-based. So we've seen this in in all the big leagues across uh, the nation. However, we see the Free Jacks representing, you know, the entirety, um, New England in its entirety. How do you feel about representing six states' worth of fans? Do you think it's a really great way to capture all of that? Uh, Yeah, I'll run with that. Um, So, yeah, I think just like, New England as a whole, they all have each state is pretty much similar, like identity wise. Um, and like you see with the Patriots, like it's not just like the Boston Patriots, like it's the New England Patriots. Right. Um, and even with the Boston sport based sports teams, there's no other in those competitions, like there's no other New England professional teams, like in baseball or hockey or basketball. Um, so all I think all those sports are all embodying New England. Um, so it's just cool to be on the same page as all those other sports as well. Right. A hundred percent. And and it's obviously, you know, it's a unique opportunity for the Free Jacks to capture the hearts and minds of all those folks up in New England because they, they have a uh, definitely have a, a free spirit and a fighting spirit that embodies what you guys, particularly Kyle, is all about, right? known as the Eagle himself. So um, going on to the next question, uh, this weekend coming up, uh, the Free Jacks take on the Snowbirds, I mean uh, the Toronto Arrows. Um, run, pass, or kick, uh, how do you game plan against a guy like Lucas Rumball? Oh, man. Um, all right, I'm going to have to pass on that one right now because <laughs> I don't – we haven't really gotten there yet. With uh, you want to just share team. all of your game like plan mm-hmm. right now? I think that the arrows are watching. It'd be really helpful to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm, do you have any thoughts that you wanted to share? I mean, no, it's yeah, okay I if just, you want to pass. No, no, no. Um, just like 
I think the way we do it is we prepare for like just to run our game plan. Um, because we think that just like our plan could be anybody on any given day. So I think that's the way we look at things, like just to be able to play our model no matter who we're going up against. So yeah. Stick to the game plan, right? Have and well, like you said, right in the beginning, I asked you about the Rooney game most recently, and you're like, "Hey, the the game plan was good. We just need to like make sure we properly follow it and execute it because it's got nothing to do with the plan of action. You can plan, 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 plan as much as you like, but when you get out there in the field and you do it for real, that's where you got to deliver, right? Yeah, it just so, comes down to support. You know, support play and making sure you're supporting runners, and there's right. You know, one or two guys to go over those rucks to keep run balls hands out of it, right? Right. And this is a common thread across the league. I know, Rob, you've mentioned this with several teams is that, you know, like when we're talking about LA, the speed that they get that ball out of those breakdown areas, you know, you just like kind of need to be a nuisance and, and, and create a, create havoc in some of those positions that puts them a little bit uh, at, at ease, you know, and uh, you know, it, it, free jacks certainly have all the, the right tools in their arsenal yeah. to do so. So let me take the opportunity to go into the last question as we come closer to the latter part of this uh, interview here. I also want you to have replaying in your mind uh, a shout out to somebody important, family, friends, teammates, whoever it may be. We're going to give you the opportunity as we head out of this interview to be able to send those shout outs. And before then, I also want to be able to remind our viewers at home who may be listening or watching the Rugby Rant podcast that you can continue to enjoy our content each and every week on Mondays where we do another run, pass, or kick interview. It'll be live just as it is with Kyle, which is why none of this is rehearsed. (laughs) So it makes it more entertaining. And that'll be at 8 p.m. CST each and every Monday. In addition to that, you can also find us more recently on the home of MLR at, of course, the Rugby Network, where we'll be releasing every Friday a new Rugby Rant debate that has been chosen by you as the fans. And you can follow us on social media at the handle at Rugby Rant Pod on all our social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, once again, under the handle at Rugby Rant Pod. So, last and final question. We're in extra time here, my friend. So, run, pass, or kick. This one's an important one, so we're going to give you all the time that you need to be able to answer it. In September, the Free Jack sponsored a mullets and mustaches campaign to support mental health awareness. Why are you passionate about mental awareness? All right, um... Yeah, pretty passionate about it just because everyone should be able to speak up uh, no matter who you are. Um, and know, like there's a lot of like stigma around uh, professional athletes, especially like, oh, like they're like this on a pedestal of a person um, and like they don't need all this help mentally. Like they're making X amount of dollars, like they're living everyone's dreams. Why do they need um this help in a sense. Um, and like, I want to get the word out there. Like everybody needs this help at some point in their life. Like, they're still a human being. Uh, and I think no one should be afraid to ask for that help. And no one should uh, like break that stigma of your, like, it's not good to ask for help kind of thing. Um, so I think, yeah, just getting ahead of that and being able to help out those people that are seeking help 
and not being able, not being afraid to reach out for it is a huge part of it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, having played a, a lot of rugby over the years, I have mates that, you know, have sometimes struggled a bit, whether it's just, you know, having difficulties in life or having some, you know, mental health struggles, struggles. And then whenever I reach out, I'm always just like, Hey, you ever need to talk? I'm with you, you know, with you. And sometimes that's as all yeah. you need to be able to hear. Yep. And sometimes you need to hear it far more often than you should. Yeah. Right. But the fact that you can keep asking uh, and somebody can, can receive it, even if it's 10 times you asked and the 10th time they may actually answer because they need it because people aren't always open the first time. Right. Yeah. So while we have the opportunity, Kyle, I wanted to be able to offer the floor to you again. Any final thoughts, any shout outs you wanted to be able to send to fans, friends, or family. Here's your chance, my friend. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, just want to say thanks for having me on the show guys. It's uh, been awesome. And uh, to all the free Jacks fans, I can't wait to see you guys uh, next Saturday. Ho- hopefully everyone can make the game. Short and sweet. I like it. <laughs> and, and I'd urge all those free Jacks fans to come with fake mullets and some fake mustache hair uh so you can <laughs> and mimic, like a uh, shirt with a bald right. eagle bro- like branching out, out of the- <laughs> well, we need kyle, to has, kyle has his own shirt people may not know that but you can actually go to the free jacks website and get that's true a yes. kyle sakura shirt uh it's it's his famous his famous mug with uh the stars and stripes glasses on it right representing your yep. free spirited attitude you know there you right, go. But I'm more interested in when is the Kyle Sakura onesie coming out? <laughs> Dude, you should have to be that, a thing. That's marketing, brother. That's what you got to do. Excellent. Imagine everybody onesie. coming down, grabbing a beer, having a laugh, a little bit of a fake mullet on, the glasses, and the onesie. I mean, come on. <laughs> this this is like picture perfect for rugby, mate. Mags, you're oh, listening. Mags, Make jump on it there. happen. Make it happen, man. I'm telling you, we're onto something. The amount of ideas, like I'm sure Rob and Scott would also vouch for this. We should like bottle all the ideas, deliver it as a package neatly wrapped up for for MLR and go, here's like a million marketing ideas that will work. Maybe if they won't, but you'll still have fun doing them. (laughs) (laughs) But nevertheless, talking about fun, this has been such an enjoyable interview you're obviously a great personality on and off the field. You're a credit to the, the Free Jack fans because I love how you embody you know, the spirit of, of the game, uh, the personality of, of the sport, um, and ultimately, you're one of those great ambassadors. So again, I'm sure I speak on behalf of myself and the team, Scott and Rob, and all our fans included, um, that we're very lucky to be able to have you a part of professional rugby in, uh, in North America. And thank you for doing your part to help the game grow. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it's been uh, awesome chatting with you, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Excellent. Rob, did you have any final thoughts you were, before we head out? And you're on mute. <laughs> yeah, I guess I Well, you know, my dog was barking in the background, so I think he was chasing Woodgy around or something like that, making him squeak. <laughs> so I, I just want to wish you guys the best of luck, Kyle, uh, up there in New England. You guys are doing great things, and and I know you guys have a great vibe with Mags at the helm. So good luck to you for the rest of the season. Keep uh, keep um, well, except when you play Nola. Keep kicking Rooney's ass, okay? Do me that favor, right? Kick Atlanta's ass. Do me that favor too. Uh, yeah. But oh, I wish you the best of luck this season, mate. Yeah, thank you so much.
Well, before we head out here, you have again, of course, been listening to the latest Run Parcel Kick interview with your team here on the Rugby Rant Podcast Show. This time around, taking the challenge was Kyle Sequeira from, of course, the Free Jacks. Now, I wanted to be able to also remind you that this episode has been brought to you with the help of our partners at shopmlr.com make sure you go get your free jacks gear from them among all your other great mlr favorites as a fan you can get it all in one place at shopmlr.com of course powered by the team at the rugbyshop.com and while you do so make sure that you grab a beer from uh the tight head guys out in uh, mundlane chicago if you're in that area to watch any of the mlr games at their many great MLR watch parties. Uh, on behalf of the team here, my name is Ty Braga, your host for today's activities, alongside Rob the Hammer Hammerschmidt. And of course, producing the show in the background is Scott the Big Guy Ferrara. And we also thank Kyle Seguera one more time for joining us here on the Rugby Rant Podcast Show. And we will see you at the. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.